What's up, everybody? It's Oracle Cha, and I am back with another wonderful episode to help you get into alignment with yourself. All right, let's get this microphone up the right way and stop these bangles from moving because I sure hate hearing all my little bangles moving in the background. If you know me, I'm sorry, if you don't know me and you're wondering what the little noise that you're hearing in the background all the time, those are my bangles and I talk with my hands a lot and I never take them off. So excuse the bangles, but sorry, they, they're not coming off. Um, but today I want to get into this topic and hopefully it won't take me too long. I was going to do it yesterday, but I felt like that would be two heavy topics in a row. So I just let y'all get into that one and then decided to do this one when I came home today because it's really been on my mind heavy and it just piggybacks off of what I was talking about yesterday. Okay. So if you didn't hear what I was talking about yesterday and you're just picking up today, I got into self-worth. But part of self-worth is creating boundaries. And today we are going to talk about boundaries. Because in order to get yourself to the place that you need to be internally, boundaries is definitely a huge, huge, huge area that you're going to have to make sure that you have and maintain control over. So, defining your boundaries means respecting your needs, your emotions, your thoughts, and asserting them to others in order for you to be in a peaceful space and in order for you to maintain balance when dealing with other people. Like, I feel like we have difficulty setting boundaries as adults because most of us as kids were told what we had to do, whether we liked it or not. Y'all know what I'm saying? Like, our parents or caregivers if you didn't have parents they always were telling us at least in the back in the day when I grew up in the 70s I'm a 72 I was born in 72 so I'm a 70s baby and everything back in the day when I was a young girl was about respect so when you went into people's homes you spoke and I had a real issue because I'm very intuitive and my parents will tell you today if I don't like the energy that I feel from someone I'm staying away I don't want to speak to you. I'm not looking at you. I'm not going around you. But as a little kid, I wasn't allowed to do that. No matter how it made me feel inside, there were particular people in my family that I will not speak on. Um, And I was like, they were older, they were grown. And I just didn't want to speak to them. I'm like, I don't want to speak to them. And you know why? Because I could feel that these were mean people, that they were not nice, that they did not really care for my family because we weren't into what they were into. And I just felt like, I don't know, internally, something just hit my spirit about these two particular people. Like, no, it's three of them. Particular people that I'm like, mm-mm, nah, they don't feel right to me. And I don't want to speak. And my mother would be like, you better speak. And I'm like, I don't want to speak. Um, I'm going to get in trouble, like almost get my butt whooped. But I did not want to speak. And if she's listening now, she is probably laughing because it was real deal for me. I did not want to speak. Like, I don't want to speak to them because I don't like them and they hadn't even done anything but nonetheless I didn't want to speak no matter so no matter how I felt I had to speak because it was respectful you know like my parents didn't want us to be disrespectful when you come into a room you speak but for me I'm like why should I have to speak in order in other words as a young girl I didn't even know it but I was creating my own boundary like this is what I want to do and this is what makes me comfortable inside so this is what I'm going to do but I wasn't allowed to do it. So I'm saying all that to say that from a young age, we're taught by our caregivers, 
that we have to do certain things no matter how we feel about it. Or even, oh, here's another example. What about that uncle or that aunt that may hug you or kiss you and you just don't want that person to even touch you? They didn't even have to do anything to you. They don't even have to come to you in a um, sexual type of way to make you feel uncomfortable on that level. It's just something about them, their spirit, you just were not feeling and you just weren't comfortable and you just did not want them to touch you. Period. You just didn't want them, but you were made to allow them into your personal space. You know, personal space is another boundary. But again, unfortunately, your parents didn't know that all those forced interactions were really teaching you that you don't get to create a personal boundary. And I'm saying all that to say, when you think about yourself as an adult, if you are one of the adults that has an issue creating and setting personal boundaries or telling people what is a boundary for you, this is probably why when you look back. So it's kind of difficult when we get older to say, you know what, hey, I don't like that. Can you please not do that? Or please don't touch me or or anything like that, you know, because you just don't, you're just not comfortable. So what are some personal boundaries? When I say personal boundaries, let me break down what I mean by that. So I'll give you a few personal boundaries, like a physical boundary is protecting your physical space, like who hugs you, who kisses on you, who touches you, just who touches you, period. Like me, I have people who want to touch my locks. I'm sorry, no, don't touch my damn hair. I don't know you. That's a physical, personal boundary that I don't like people to touch. Emotional boundaries are personal boundaries, and that is protecting your own emotional well-being. Sexual sexual boundaries are personal boundaries. That is protecting your need to feel safe sexually around someone. Um, work, you, you can have boundaries at work too. You may not want people to watch all over you and hover over you and intervene in everything you're doing or create drama. Those are boundaries that you have to create. You can create boundaries around that. Your time, you can have boundaries with your time too, like protecting the use of your time. Not you telling me what I'm gonna do with my time me telling you what I'm going to do in my time and then you respecting that and lastly a huge one is personal space boundaries having others around when you want them to or not having people around when you don't want them to especially like for me a big personal space boundary is like please don't be in my home and in my in my personal space when I'm not there like my kids knew um when they were younger I do not want people in my house I'm very funny about it. Do not come in my house when I'm not in my house. And if you're in my house, I only want you in specific areas in my house because I'm very serious about my personal space. So basically, boundaries are established internally and they really are about how you engage with others. You know, So when you think about a boundary, what you're going to think about if you have an, a hard time identifying, even if you can't identify based on what I already named, <clears throat> which you should be able to from those examples, or those me letting you know what personal boundaries are but boundaries are literally what you establish inside of yourself about how you want to engage with other people and it's so important to communicate your boundaries with people simply because everybody is different and we all have different levels of comfort in situations so what's comfortable to you may not be comfortable to me like let's say if you have children you might not mind people being all over your house or all in your kitchen and your refrigerator going all in your cabinets and things like that. Not I. Do not touch my damn kitchen. Matter of fact, don't even come to my house when I'm not there. Because 
I'm not a controlling person, but I do have boundaries. So some people may even mistake boundaries for controlling. It's just what I choose to do with my own personal space. You understand? Like, if you come into my kitchen, I don't want you in my kitchen going all in my refrigerator. Like, if my kids have company, no. My children have to go in the refrigerator and get that person something to drink and bring it to them. You are not going to be in my refrigerator, going in my cabinets, thumbing through my stuff, getting what you want. No. Mm -mm. I don't like all that comfortability in my personal space. That's a huge boundary for me. If somebody comes into my house, you don't get to go in my bedroom. No. No. There's no reason for you to be in my bedroom unless you are somebody I'm involved with or you're one of my children or a family member. But other than that, just randomly just being in my bedroom. No, that's not where you belong. It's a personal space. So this is what I mean by like, seriously, like for people to understand how you set the tone for what you want. Now somebody else can have a different level of comfort, like I was going to say. And maybe you can go in their house if you ever had a friend and you can go over your friend's house and their parents just don't even care. They'll be like, just go in there and get what you want. Like, you can just go all over the house. Parents don't have to be there. They, you can go when the parents are not there because maybe they don't care about what happens in their personal space. They, You know, that's not a big issue for them. They don't, they don't have boundaries when it comes to that. But like, I do. The thing about it is, if you don't communicate this, that you have boundaries, then they will get violated. Then you're going to end up being what? You're going to end up being pissed off because somebody's going to violate your boundary or go past something that you have a boundary with, but you haven't expressed that this is a boundary for you or this is a place where I'm not comfortable. It may not be easy to do, you know, as as I said earlier, we learn from childhood, you know, that you don't want to offend people by doing things that they don't like or will offend them. But you have to be honest or you can just expect people to violate your unspoken boundaries straight up. If you're not going to be honest, then you're going to get violated because or you could potentially get violated because social cues don't count when it comes to boundaries. Like I said, and I always say it and I'm going to reiterate it again in this podcast, in this episode, that people, we all have our own world. I have a world, you have a world and everybody listening has their own world. So even though I'm saying this, and I'm just giving you little light examples about what's a boundary for me, somebody listen to this, somebody listen to this is probably like, wow, that's so petty. She's so like small-minded, but that's me. In my world, that's what bothers me. The personal, the personal space of not being in my home or going to my refrigerator or going to my cabinets or touching my hair or, you know, or just saying things to me that I don't want to be said to me. Like, that's my personal preference based on my life and my experience and what may have may have or may not have happened or took place in my life which is what caused me to create my boundary in the first place you really just all it's really just all about what's comfortable for you or what makes you feel safe so you definitely definitely want to set boundaries but the biggest issue that I do see with why people don't speak up is because of the things that we were taught when we were young like you know like going into someone's house and not speaking well you will offend people I didn't know as a little girl that that's going to be offensive if I don't speak like come on I could speak but in my mind like I don't want to speak but that would be offensive so you know what I'm saying like so this is what makes it difficult when you get grown when you become grown because a lot of people 
don't want to offend another person by telling them something that bothers them. Um, and that person that's, that you have to tell that to may not be bothered by that same thing. And you can tell that it doesn't bother them. But you got to tell them that it bothers you. So setting those boundaries definitely takes some courage. But at least you know you made it clear. Now, once you make it clear and they go and violate or cross that boundary, then you do what you need to do. You don't have to deal with them at all. You can say it again if you like, or you can exit yourself or remove yourself from that whole situation altogether and just don't deal with that person. But for me, I'm going to tell you, and then I might tell you twice, but I'm not going to keep repeating myself at this point. Like, I don't like that. That's not comfortable to me. Please don't do that. Don't say that. Don't treat me like that. Don't do this. I don't like to keep on repeating because I feel like you don't care about it. You know, like, now if somebody decides they want to violate it and do as they please anyway, after I said it, then I'm, for me, I'm confidently going to distance myself and I'm not going to have no issue doing it. I just won't. I'll just remove myself and then we're not getting ready to have to go back and forth on the why I remove myself because you already know. I told you what bothers me. You keep doing it anyway. I'll just remove myself. It's real simple. A couple of healthy and positive ways to set boundaries with another person um, would be asking that person if you can talk to them. And I would say, like, let's say, let me give you an example. So let's say if you got into an argument with somebody, right? And I'm very big on um, what's being said to me. I don't like name calling. And I don't like the fake, sarcastic jokes like, oh, I was just playing. No, you weren't damn playing. I feel like you was for real. So, But I really don't like name calling. So for me, um, in this situation, a way to set a healthy boundary, if somebody was to say something to me that I didn't like, first, I'm going to wait till I'm not upset about it. That's the first thing. Because when you want to when you want to be taken serious, you want to do it when you're not mad. Because when you're mad, you're just full of emotion. And emotions are temporary and they move through you. It's just energy and emotion is moving through you. So you want to talk to somebody, you know, when I'm good and he's good or she's good. And I would just simply ask, you know, can I speak to you for a minute? And then when I do speak, I would, first of all, take accountability. You know, maybe if I said some things that were not nice, that made that person want to say something to me, like call me out my name or whatever. I'm going to first take accountability for anything that I may have done to offend that person or let them know, you know, that I apologize or I came at you the wrong way or I took what you said the wrong way. Whatever I need to do, I'm definitely going to take accountability for my part because it always takes two people. After I do that, then I'm going to let that person know. However, I am not okay with what you did. Maybe they told me to shut up. Or maybe they told me F you or they called me a B or whatever. I don't know. I'm just giving some some serious things like that I know I don't like. I hate shut up. Please don't tell me shut up. Like shut up just really just grinds my gears. That burns me. It burns me up. It just blows me. Don't say shut up because I don't tell people shut up. So like shut up for me would be a huge one. I'm definitely going to come back at you later on and be like, listen. You did not have to tell me shut up. Please don't shut up. say shut up. You can ask me in any other type of way. Can you not talk to me? Can you please go away? I don't want to say nothing to you right now. Whatever, but don't say shut up. Please don't. That right there is a boundary for me. 
because that makes me feel some type of way. I wasn't told shut up. And for me, shut up stems from a childhood thing where my parents told me and my brother, we were not allowed to say that to each other because that is rude, it's extremely disrespectful, and it's just it's just rude and it's so disrespectful. So because of that, we just weren't allowed to say that. No matter how mad we were, we weren't allowed to do that. We just were not. We just weren't allowed. So a lot of times, um, that makes it difficult for people when they have to set a boundary because maybe you hit a trigger point or you strike a wound from something that happened to you early on in your life. Maybe something was said to you early on in your life or you were treated a certain way or maybe you even saw a loved one be treated a certain way. And so those things for you, you're like, when I get older, I ain't let nobody do that to me. You know what I'm saying? Like boundaries come about that way as well. So you always want to make sure that, you know, like I said, you and the other person are calm before you had a conversation and then you take accountability for your own peace and then you go in and let them know what it is that you would like to not be done to you again and state your boundaries clearly you know and then if they continue to do that then guess what time to exit then you know that this person is not going to respect your boundary so you just remove yourself from that situation or from dealing with that person if that's what it's going to take Sometimes you may have to do it permanently, but most of the time people get the picture. You know, if you take yourself out the equation, I'm big on removing myself from the equation. I will, I am the, I am the queen of removing myself from the equation. I'll ask a few times, but I'm not going to beg you to respect my boundary. Now, sexual boundaries, that's a big one. In order to set a sexual boundary. The only and the reason I chose this one, I chose the personal space. I mean, the emotional boundary would like how it take how it affects me emotionally when something is said to me. But I also chose the sexual boundary to get into because a lot of people don't discuss sexual boundaries. Then when people do things to them or say sexual things to them that they don't like, they get really upset. So I feel like you can set those types of boundaries, but especially a sexual boundary has got to be set early on, like. Once you know that you and another person are really feeling each other and y'all may be ready to go to the next level or you may not, or even if you have already done that. But once you know that you are seriously feeling somebody, you need to set sexual boundaries right away, like certain things that you that you don't agree with or that you will not tolerate. And when you do that, when you literally talk openly and honestly about things that you are and are not comfortable with in an intimate situation then that will cut down on a whole lot of um, boundary jumping. Because there's a lot of people, I know a lot of people, almost everybody I know has been molested or raped or had something said to them, very derogatory. Just it's so many, so many people that I know have been mistreated sexually from a young age. So there's a lot of triggers a lot of people have, and that's a very sensitive space. Um, so I think that's one of the boundaries if you haven't done that and you haven't created boundaries after this podcast think about boundaries that you want to create sexually with people and think about boundaries emotionally that you want to create and think about boundaries in your personal space that you want to create that maybe you've been uncomfortable with but you definitely need to go ahead and start creating those boundaries you'll save yourself a lot of headache a lot of heartache a lot of 
um, problems, a lot of conflict. You'll, you'll save yourself from a lot of problems and a lot of conflict. But yeah, those were just a couple of examples to help you see how to go about getting what you need and establishing your boundaries. There are people out here in the world that still may not respect your boundaries. And if that's the case, then that means they, don't, they just don't respect you. That's how I feel about it. Now, somebody else may feel totally different, but if I'm asking you to respect that I feel this way about this particular thing when it comes to me and how to deal with me, I know what I need for me to be comfortable, for me to be at peace, and for me to feel okay. With that being said, that means if I'm going to share that with you and you decide you're going to do it anyway, then that means you don't respect me. Now, and if you don't respect me, we can't get nowhere without respect. So as long as you're clear on what you're comfortable with, and you communicate this, then you don't have to feel guilty either. I don't have to feel guilty from removing anyone. You don't have to feel guilty about removing people. Expect to be respected. And if not, you're free to disengage. I'm going to say that again. Always expect to be respected. And if you're not, you are free to disengage. That's what I do with myself. And hopefully that's what everyone will do with themselves moving forward. So... As I ask you to check on your self-worth in the same in the same speed that you're doing that, check your boundaries, y'all. Check your boundaries. And if you haven't been checking people on your boundaries, what you will and will not tolerate or what works for you in your life, what you can and cannot handle, what you are and are not comfortable with, what you will and will not do, you know, all those things, check yourself that's going to also help increase your self-worth and so those two go hand in hand now you understand why I didn't hit y'all with both of them at the same time so that you could digest one and then you can come back and digest the next one everybody deserves to feel safe and it all begins with your boundaries and with that being said I wish you peace and peace and peace Start setting your boundaries this week. And let's see how your life changes. Hopefully for the better. Peace, everybody.